You can prepare for everything that you can control, but that's not very much. My goal was just to hunt as hard as I could, as long as I could, at all costs. Better ask it, man. <laughs> Speak for yourself. 28 and sunny, we're almost definitely going to have hikers on the trail, boys. I'm getting across that damn river, and I'm getting after those goats. Let's go. We're hunting. We're going after something. <laughs> Episode 15, and the man, the myth, the legend, Taylor Woodcock, is finally making an appearance. Yep, I'm out here. Welcome. Way out here. Thank you. Wait, dude, you live on in the, the middle of, no, In no. the middle of nowhere. No, yeah. I think it's you guys. Us? You guys live way too far away from me, and that's <laughs> the most important thing. You're the thing. only one, though. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, okay. Hey, Devin that's... and I live in the middle. It's Chris and Taylor that live way out. Exactly. Yeah. Taylor says, why don't you come, why don't we meet halfway? And I was like, man, I just built this fucking room. I don't want to, <laughs> I can't go anywhere now. There's a sticker on the door, so you have to do it here now. There's a sticker on the door. I should put Chris Print underneath it, like director, <laughs> like it's my office. Well, you said it was too far to your work. And like, yeah, I'm on. driving two hours to come out here, so. I appreciate it. You double tapped. You got the Gabby grinding. I did. Yeah, that was yeah. good. And uh, Garrett's here. Yeah. Hello. And Dirty Devin. That's me, I yeah. guess. All right, before we get rolling on like Taylor, because I know we're going to, um, I threw it out there on the podcast last week and on Instagram that if you leave me a review, I'm going to send you a decal for your car or for your Nalgene or whatever the hell you want to do with it. And I've been rolling those out and spending a fortune in postage, sending these things all over the Hell's Half Acre. I'm sending one to Ontario tomorrow. Wow. Pretty, nice. That's pretty cool. That's sweet. You have family in Ontario. Yeah, now it must be one of your guys' family because I don't know who would be listening to it. I just found a random Ontario address to send one to. Right. Um, and the swag that I just gave you guys, I want to give that away to listeners. And I've worked out, tell me what you guys think of this. Grizzly recommended that I do like funny animal sounds and like people send it in and we could judge who made the best animal sound. Yeah. But I think I'm going to do um, like maybe once a week, like set like a, not a challenge, but like a, a topic. Like this week, mm. send me photo or video clip of um, like you cleaning up your hunting area, like picking up trash. All like conservation based conservation or stuff, environmental. Or like or... mentorship, like send me a story of when you took a kid hunting or something like that. What do you guys think of that? I think that'd be That's pretty, pretty nice. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah I think you got And lots I don't of have good... a ton of hats and shirts, but so I'm just going to have like cherry pick and. Mm-hmm. You got lots of good options, man. Yeah, that's what we're going to roll with. So after this podcast goes up, I'm going to do a post on Instagram. So look out for that and you can win some free free swag all right enough of that that bores the hell out of me taylor yeah we've been talking about you for like 16 episodes who the hell are you <laughs> i'm just a guy that hunts with you chris yeah but you're like you're a pretty cool dude <laughs> yeah I'm, yeah i'm all right yeah i live on the moon yeah no i mean i guess we met at the bha the first we one all did for region two Garrett. oh yeah. yeah that's right but uh, devon all of us taylor OG. myself oh right. bha the first meeting how many people were there? What, there's like 20, maybe? No, there was 12. 20. Probably 12. No, there was well, we had like three it tables. It was close to 20, but less than 20. That was you, the one yeah, yeah, the bar. Yeah, yeah, because I remember you guys were at the end laughing it up, and I was at the other end. I was like, Man, those guys look like they're having a good time. <laughs> we came and found you. Yeah, because I, yeah. I showed up with you, I think. You and I Because I had met you already because we had 
because we had met already that earlier that summer. Yeah. Shape debacle. So, yeah. Yeah. I watched you guys walk out of a minivan and I was like, I think those guys are maybe hunters. Oh yeah, we met you in the car in the car park. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. that's right, because I saw that's you had right. boots on. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah if he's got boots yeah. on. Yeah, oh, you yeah. said that. You're like, that guy is gonna be a hunter, so he, he's gonna be going. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. What, man. I remember. <laughs> so we all walked in together then, and then I guess you were there already or you would have showed up last think No, I think I was one of the f- first ones there because i remember like there was no one there and i just sat down i was like so this is it eh? <laughs> i met some great people that first oh time. yeah mitch yeah. was there yeah actually that's you i was sitting with there. mitch yeah. yeah yeah and we got to talk and then, i had a great time yeah i had a blast yeah i must have been sitting next to you boys Devin. yeah stuck with us talking about spots because i already knew where you guys were yeah. in based off your uh you'd read that, that your photos on yeah. online so we kind of went down the mm-hmm. rabbit hole of that and uh if you're a crash like tyler's creaking lost over his, here <laughs> tyler's lost his mic if you're keep a, a close eye on it <laughs> you're okay i think now i gotta get that level back to zero i'm not really good at this this is where nick should be here not in manitoba yeah, making like farming middle noises. of nowhere yeah driving a tractor <sighs> making funny noises Why, at, yeah. Yeah. well taylor made it out here for this why couldn't nick come for the right it's like the same distance, really. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, like we've done a lot of hunting based off of that one meeting. That's like, right. Just like a chance meeting. That's right. And, and I, I we, we auto qualified that we liked each other because we we're all there. Yeah. yeah, I don't even remember, but somehow after that meeting, you, me, and Garrett, remember we did all that research on that one LEH draw? Yeah. That oh, goat yeah. spot. We went balls to the walls on that. Yeah. Yeah. We said it was like three hour. Like yeah. at Garrett's house. Yeah, at Garrett's. Yeah, that would have been probably a couple months later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how that all happened, but yeah, because that and was then nobody got the draw. Yeah, no, no and it was like that oh. was a summer that we were gonna go on that, or we had put in for the leh. I guess it would have been spring mm-hmm. for that goat hunt, and then that didn't. We didn't get it. Yeah. None of us, even though we all applied separately, and then you three ended up going hunting out east. And then you went goats. Yeah. But then you. That went. was the same year I went on the goat hunt that Chris that we're going on. Yeah, that's right. Because we all hunted weeks. goats the same year. Yeah. So I went on the goat trip first, and then I got one. And then you guys went on the goat trip a month later because you guys were in October. Because I remember there was four. Right. There was going to yeah. be four of us, and it was going to be October. It, October's not great for me for work, so I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? And it's four people, so I guess i sort of bailed on you guys realistically <laughs> and then i went with uh so i went and went travis on that goat hunt so yeah that's right yeah that was a good year yeah, yeah you, so you left the us. first week of september right yeah opening day i came back from that deer hunt and i was like you killed a big buck i killed a weird buck well, well it's like a that one yeah one right here yeah yeah cool weird. looking buck yeah and then you killed a goat yeah and i was like wow that was to come back into service and be like damn Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you went archery hunting. I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. that. And that was actually a pretty sweet trip. I mean, sounds like it. I'm lots still, of. I would still like to go do that trip with you. That yeah, that's that, a good spot. That spot sounded sweet. You had multiple stocks. Yeah. And explain three, I four, I not where it is, but explain like the country. That yeah, I mean, like it's in such a spot where you can kind of you get out of your truck and you're almost in the alpine, oh. and then. Basically, it's a, you could be hunting from the truck basically an hour, but you can walk for as long as you want 
So, Taylor, it sounds like that uh, spot you're talking about is kind of like where we went, where we saw the best country for deer, but we saw no deer in it <laughs> when we went on our goat hunt last year. Yeah, but except, except where I went, there, there was a ton of deer. <laughs> yeah. We were hiking into the spot we were going for goats, and I was like, wow, this looks like there'll be a million deer here. Didn't yeah. see any sign no deer nothing, nothing. and like, it was just where we're going now you perfect. and me no no where oh, me and taylor went no. last year yeah and it was yeah like money. it looked absolutely perfect it looked yeah. like there'd be deer on it was just a huge valley basically mm-hmm. so yeah yeah the where we were was a little bit more mountainous i'd say this is pretty like that was your goat draw that you had last year yeah yeah that was that was a sweet area yeah yeah and they both had grizzly bears in it yeah so they were kind of similar actually yeah <laughs> yeah um all right taylor you didn't grow up hunting and fishing like no that, you might have grown up fishing but like how'd you get into hunting and fishing how'd that happen I've, i'm sure i've asked you this but oh that's right you used to be a drug dealer i was not a drug dealer <laughs> never a drug dealer chris <laughs> no go never on. sold drugs in my life um i knew no okay you knew that we'll drop that um no i mean i i'd want to i've wanted to hunt since i was probably like grade 10 i knew people that had hunted um had a, a good friend growing up who i played hockey with his uh his family was a big hunting family i remember going over there and he'd like share you know i remember having like bear spaghetti and you know he'd tell me all these stories crazy hunting stories um just never never did it never got my license 10 years later i was just starting my career which i'm in now and i was like well now's the time it's a desk job i wanted to get out more um yeah so i just jumped in and i was like hey i'm gonna do this didn't wasn't doing it with anyone i just took the course and i started hunting and yeah i mean it was totally solo yeah that's wicked. Yeah. That's just like, made the decision. I mean, I was influenced a lot by uh, the Meat Eater and Joe Rogan. Right. I think a lot of people, like there's oh, a yeah. whole like that's a generation of adult onset hunters. Yeah. That's like a term now. Yeah, it is. Adult um, onset hunters. Yeah. Are we all adult onset hunters? I am. I, I, was, I, was, like I was sort of the same. I had a rifle and I had my hunting license, but just hadn't hunted for so many years. And one day I was like, you know, let's do it. It's sort of the same thing as you. Yeah. So yeah, I just though, made a decision. Yeah, even though I had my license for a long time and a rifle, I just was, you know, it was always kind of, oh, when I'm older, I'll do it. When I'm older, now, if I keep saying this, I'm going to be <laughs> that was, old. Yeah, you wanted that's to, right. You wanted to wait to be older to start hunting with yeah, the rifle? Your, why. Why'd you want a rifle? You just liked the idea of it? I had a, I don't know, I had it because I knew I was going to hunt one day. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did you shoot it? Did you practice it? Oh, yeah, it? I shot it. I would get out every, you know, once in a while. I th- Actually, I think I may have had a shotgun first because I was, I tried to shoot some ducks on West Island. You had one of those SKS too, didn't you? Well, no, none of those. I had a pellet gun as a kid growing up, so it was squirrels and birds. Um, Oh, you were on it. You're not an adult onset hunter. I guess not. You've been terrorizing things since you were a kid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Terrorizing doesn't mean hunting. (laughs) (laughs) The first thing I actually killed that would have been a game animal would have been a duck, and Mm. I shot it and then i started peeling the feathers off and i got so scared that a 
conservation officer or police officer or whatever would come in. So I like ran to the bushes and I threw it in the bush. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. This would have been middle of the summer with a pellet gun, you know, shoot it. And then I had to chase it down the field to finish it off. Yeah. It was, you know, you're sort of disturbed a little bit after that. And I don't know, I might've been 11 or 12 or something. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> my old man, uh, I'm not sure if he did it or one of his buddies did it, but, uh, when they were young, they terrorized a bird in a cage with a BB gun. Oh, yeah. And he was kind of like, I think that put him off. He's like, I don't really like shooting animals after that yeah. little experience yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. I mean, I understand that from I see eyeballing that thing. Is it going to go? Or what do you think? Oh, no. I'm just keeping it close. Eye. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. That's wicked, man. Like, just get in like cold turkey. And so yeah. how quickly was that? Like, how close was that in time to the BHA meeting that we all met at? I had gone on two hunts before that so i had started like i got my license in october yeah of the that, that year before yeah the year before so you did a late did season hunt the year before then yeah i did one my my friend who uh my first hunting trip wasn't that great my buddy had Is like this a, the, the island trip no oh because that one no actually so i did three i did three hunts okay that year that one was like, yeah, that was different for sure. But oh, you didn't like it. Oh yeah, no, I was talk about it because it, cool. it gets me excited. You're on. The I don't island. know how much I can say. No, I get that. You're it, on one of the islands where it's private property. Yeah, it's, it's like the whole island is basically private property. Yeah. Um, you have to get permission from the owner of obviously it's private, and they have feral goats yeah. on the island that are like oh, yeah, a pest. That's right. Um, some owners don't like that people hunt them, but like, dude, the island's the, full of hippies. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's okay. Um, they all make soap out of the goats. Yeah. 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 Do weird stuff. But at the same time, the, the guy who gave us permission, he, he's told us stories of him going and like killing 80 in a day. Cause they're just like, there's that many with yeah. rifle, presumably. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. What were you yeah. guys hunting with rifle? Yeah. And but I think that is frowned upon. Oh. I see. You're supposed to be using like a... Shotgun. It can't be a single... Um, projectile. Projectile. Yeah. Or it has to be an arrow. Well, there... Yeah, I guess there. it's definitely would be a fine line. I know in BC, like as soon as you involve something classified as pest control for private right. property, it changes yeah. everything. Like you can shoot single projectile rifles in some areas that you'd be very surprised based mm-hmm. off of protecting crops or your private yeah. property. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's similar to where I live. You're not supposed to fire a gun, but if there was a bear, it could be, Oh, it was, you know, going after my mm-hmm. cow or whatever. My kids are outside or whatever. Do you yeah. guys come through Chilliwack to get here or do you go across like the farm flats? Through Yarrow, I did. Yeah, if you go through, th- okay, if you go across those farm flats over there, you can shoot like if you look at the what is it Fraser Valley Special Area map. Yeah, you know that outlines mm-hmm. where we can and can't shoot in relation to everything and what we can and can't shoot in those areas. You can shoot a single projectile rifle down, like down there. You can shoot a rifle. Hmm. Um, yeah, I was working on a job down there on a dairy farm. Every morning, this dude would come by and whistling coyotes and blow them away with a two two three. Really. I'm oh, like, wow. all right. So for the next week, I took my rifle to work and did no work and just whistled coyotes all day. And every time I'd go outside, I'd look for a coyote and start whistling. And I had my 22 and I was like, 
I'm gonna have to get this thing in real close. Yeah, man. I was trying to send them out to 100 yards, and <laughs> anyway, no coyotes died. And yeah, those shot. coyotes did are any pretty come smart, in? man. Yeah, they're okay coming in. They oh, come okay. in right to say you're like comfortable shooting at 100 yards. Yeah. They come into 105 and yeah. stare oh, at okay. you and turn around. Yeah, but like I, I, I only know that because um, same, same, like right kind of by where Garrett is, even a little bit further um, east, but in Alder Grove uh our good friend he has a, a farm and he raises pigs and um yeah he's constantly dealing with coyotes but it's a pest control so he can he's legally allowed tw- uh 22 and right and, and dispatches them constantly but that's mm-hmm. protecting his business technically where normally you wouldn't be allowed to shoot that so right yeah, I want to get. It, I want to get it there with the three hundred eight and start smashing them from six hundred. I I could easily shoot them in my yard. We've had it before. Three adult coyotes in our yard. Really? Last last year would have been December or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, they're just cruising through. And then I've had it before where I've seen them, and then I run outside. Should have expected one way, but one side of the house, but they run so fast. Oh yeah. So you get out there, and then all of a sudden you're like looking, looking, and he's staring at you. So the one time I did let an arrow fly but I they're, uh, missed. They're smart, man. If you oh, wanted yeah. to become a better he, hunter, I'd say you hunt some coyotes because where, uh, where I actually took Taylor duck hunting, we, our, oh, yeah. there's like through pit meadows there, there's just, you. if you drove through pit meadows through the farm fields and didn't see a coyote every single day in one of the fields, I'd be extremely surprised or you weren't looking hard enough. Yeah. And uh, we're always, I mean, we're in the duck blind, they're 50 yards They'll get in the 50 yards away and you'll have even some like buckshot or something sitting around yeah. in your bag. And you're like, man, they just know like they're smart. They yeah. are smart. Yeah. And you can't use a, a rifle to shoot them then? No, I, I, I'm sure I could work it in uh, in a way if it was technically for pesk or like as a, a, a property management from the prop. It's not my property. Yeah, and have so to talk it to would just owner. be something that I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that interested. In. It was just kind of a thing where. All of a sudden, you start trying, and it's yeah, you'd be uh, surprised at how difficult it is. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. It'd just be a cool thing to do. You just get a ton of coyotes and make something ridiculous like a coat and give it oh. to your wife, and then she's just looking at you like, "Are you kidding?" What me? am I gonna do with this? Yeah, and you're gonna wear it to dinner. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking it to dinner tonight. You're gonna wear the coyote coat right. that I made. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, maybe not. Yeah. Um, I don't know where. I don't know how we got there. Oh, yeah, they were shooting the, the goats that you weren't supposed to be shooting. Right. So, and you, you did knock a goat. Did, yeah. Ate good. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, a little funky. Yeah. Is there, yeah, I mean, it, I would say they're pretty small too, right? I mean, like, there's not a lot on it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. but yeah, I took it home and I butchered the whole thing. And like, that was you interesting. butchered the whole thing? Yeah. And just full cold turkey. You took it home whole? No, sorry. We took it back to the um, to the place we were staying, the owner's spot. Oh, okay. And then uh, we had them all hanging there and we butchered them up. And... How many did you But I, I did have like a guy there that was like an accomplished hunter. And yeah. Yeah, he was a guide. And there was, I was with three other guys that were like, you know, I told they you. knew what they were doing. Yeah, so yeah. it was actually a good learning experience. That's sweet. And what were the other two hunts? The, the first one I went on was uh, a deer hunt. Buddy took me out. He had to actually hunt that much. Yeah. Um, wasn't what I was looking for. He just sort of drove around. He was a... Um, under, I mean, it, just, it was just like driving around. We'd like walk for half an hour, yeah. go back to the truck, drive to a different spot. It was Classic. underwhelming. Classic road hunting. Yeah. Yeah. 
the next hunt I went on was with a buddy who was a um a hunting guide and uh that was full on. I mean we were What were you hunting for? Deer? Mule deer. Yeah. 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 Um and that was a great hunt. I mean, it was three days and um, hunting hard. I mean, like I couldn't keep up to the, I, oh. you know, never really. Have you hiked with him since? No, I haven't. I'd be surprised if you can keep up with you now. <laughs> well, we'll see. But like, <laughs> I mean, before I started hunting, I never even really hiked. Right. Like, I mean, that wasn't something that I would do. I would never go out and like, hey, let's go for a hike. Yeah. So um, it was just very different, you yeah. know, and like he was like just killing these hills and i was trying just trying to keep up and but we did get a shot off at a deer and we both missed it (laughs) (laughs) he got he got it like we were staring at this deer because it was four point season it was in december and um staring at this deer and he couldn't quite tell then all of a sudden he's like it's legal and then he like did like some sort of navy seal slide and like to a rest and like just took a shot at i was like I'm the new hunter here. Like, <laughs> you're not going to give me the first shot. So then like, I didn't know what I was doing. And I, the, by this time the, the buck's moving. So I take a shot and like, just not even close. Yeah. I mean, we, we went over there. There was nothing. So <laughs> that's awesome. Just start sending them everybody. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> just start throwing lead. But, um, then the next day we saw another buck and we had this plan where we were like going to sort of like pincer move around this little saddle that we had uh seen some deer in before and i crested the hill and i saw this deer and i could only see one side and it was only a three point but i was looking at him and he had like a bunch of does around him and it was it was super cool and like a really good experience yeah and we saw sheep i mean it was it was an awesome awesome hunt for like the first real hunt that i was doing and it got me hooked and then the following year was just balls to the wall. Yeah, I was I was like, well, let's see how much I can hunt. <laughs> yeah. I was like April, you know, as soon as uh bear season would open, I was out there and uh yeah, just trying to get out there as much as I could and get some experience. So that's wicked. Yeah. Now fast forward to today, mm-hmm. and you and Devin are like, what do we say, ten days. It's crazy. 10 days out? 10 days out. Yeah. 10, day, 10 days out from a pretty sweet hunt. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited. Who wants Stoke. to talk about that? What's the plan? Go ahead, Devin. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a, kind of an area, I guess, that I think it's been on probably all of our radars. I think we've all been um, poking around with it and whispering. It's kind it of, and... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a spot that I know I'd looked at a while back. One of the first hunts, I think, probably, I think it was the first hunt I've ever been on with Taylor, and then... Uh, maybe a second that I've ever been on with Chris, but we headed up to a pretty similar area just as a quick kind of weekend hunt and uh, really nice. But from there, you can kind of get visual on a couple of the mountains closer and a little bit more difficult to access, but they just looked like where you want to be. So as you start poking out on Google Earth, it kind of came across couple mountains one has a little bit of access reports online and the other is kind of just you don't really yeah, hear much of right find and, anything. and everything yeah and everything you kind of hear of it is uh people turning around because they didn't find the way up so yeah it's been Sounds probably familiar, Taylor? yeah <laughs> what happened like five attempts in one weekend well yeah i just just beating my head against the wall trying to get up this mountain. Kept on getting cliffed yeah. out. Same one or different mountain? <laughs> Same one. Same oh, okay. Just yeah. going at it from the wrong way. I had my 
this route in my head and I was like, no, this has to be the way up. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll just, I'll just go here and, you know, get up this way. There's got to be a route. And they're just. There's not. Yeah. I started getting into these spots and I was like, well, I'm standing straight up and I can put my arm out and I can touch the ground. And I was like, this is too steep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in a couple of those where it's like, this is, I'm sure it's great up there. Yeah. It's not worth dying for. I, I was like. stinking deer to die for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get down from where I was, I was like, this is going to be tricky enough. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go any further. So I kept, I tried like a bunch of different routes. And finally I was like, well, I'm wasting time here. You know, like I'm, I don't have that much time. So if I just head out right now, come back with a different plan. Yeah. Uh, and for Taylor to turn around kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's I was surprised. <laughs> I was like, okay. Because unfortunately the original plan was uh, we were both going to try and head out that weekend. And then. I got busy for something and he headed out on his own and um yeah i heard that he got turned around i was like okay this is going to be a little bit more interesting than i figured there's a on google maps kind of trying to find a ridge line or something and there looks like there's a lot of ways up but the limited information online kind of narrows it down to a few for you and um after that then you're you're just kind of taking a shot in the dark. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I kind of knew uh, Garrett and Chris had actually been up a similar area. And you're right. I'm just being super Canadian. And oh, I'm sorry. You fucked that up. Somebody <laughs> fucked that up. We're back after a not microphone falling incident, but definitely microphone mounting. Nick's uh, greatly missed right now. We need you need that uh, audio engineer. Yeah, he would have fixed that up real quick. We wouldn't have had any <laughs> He issues. wouldn't even have let us start. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. Um, anyway, Devin, you'll tell us about where you guys are going hunting. Yeah, you had, so... You are talking about how to get in there. You're about to rattle off the GPS and the UTN. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, so uh, Taylor had been turned around two weeks, I guess, before? Two weekends? Two weeks. You had one gap, yeah. yeah. So then we scheduled to get in there. Ideally, we were, we were going to get up. And Taylor was end up going to try to get up uh, the first time and maybe set up a couple cameras. But this time we kind of just started running out of uh, running out of daylight or just time. I mean, for really getting up a second time and checking them. So we just kind of decided to get uh, looking at the area and uh, find a way up to see if it was even really doable. Um, like I said, through kind of talking and a little bit of guessing we kind of knew that a couple guys had been up in a similar area so kind of talked with them and we knew that they got up um so yeah what was it two weekends ago now i guess me and taylor headed up through cut block and kind of just worked our way straight up the mountain i think it's about actually i shouldn't even say but it's pretty much just a straight up climb you're just kind of gaining pretty steady elevation there's no real um didn't really do much in terms of switchbacking or kind of flattening. It's just start at the bottom, get to the top. Um, <laughs> the direction is up. Exactly. Yeah. Where are we up? Yeah. yeah. And are we going to, the right way? Yeah. yeah. In all honesty, <laughs> I've done a lot worse of hiking. Uh, it's somewhat thinned out, so you can move, but it's a little interesting. It's it's not ideal, and uh, yeah, you're kind of in the back of your head thinking like oh i'm gonna turn this corner and get cliffed out just based off of what happened to taylor a couple weeks before yeah. but we ended up getting up what um, was your move going up were you guys like dropping pins the whole way for like future reference or we didn't, didn't? you you played your fat maps running though 
Did you yeah. like track well, it? I tracked it Did on the way down. Did you know that the Strava tracks and uploads? Oh yeah. I I don't use Strava, but somebody told me so, they've been using Strava as a scouting tool. I I have a Sunto watch. Oh. And if I track something with my watch, I have it so that it automatically uploads to Strava. Nice. So, that so I never use it on a hunting trip for yeah. a hunting trip. Right, yeah. right. I use Gaia maps. Yeah. yeah I, I was actually uh, running low on battery. It's kind of one of those things you, you do plan on doing a one nighter. So you're like, Oh, I can just throw everything together. And I, uh, didn't find my in reach, uh, just kind of late last minute packing. So I was like, I'll just bring my phone. It might have service. Uh, ended you don't, up getting you don't there. need service though. No, I know, but it's like sometimes you'll lose your maps and just to have, I like to run, um, fat maps isn't very good if you don't have service. I don't pay for it. So I know personally, like if I don't have service, it basically shuts down on me for some reason. Uh, Google I'd maps pay, is I'd great. I pay for it, but you've got to download, you've got to pre Exactly. It. But you can't cash it unless you pay for it. I'm pretty sure. So I don't, that was useless. And then Google Earth and Google maps, uh, are great, but um i like just kind of being able to relay all three anyways ran out of battery on my phone eventually but we just kind of up is the right direction so eventually break the tree line and kind of get into alpine and it's definitely steep in some sections it was rainy and wet and gross the whole way up yeah so we had one pretty uh took a little bit of time before we actually committed to kind of <laughs> going across this rock face um actually got a decent photo of it but it's basically like a little really small kind of little boulder that we had to cross over but with everything wet and mossy and then uh on the other side if you fell down you're about 100 feet straight down a cliff so that one was a little bit uh interesting kind of in the back of our heads definitely thinking about okay if we go up and hunt then we're gonna have to try and do this with like a 60 to 100 pound pack on the way down if we're successful so yeah that's not worth it yeah but we actually ended up uh got across and i think there's probably some ways around that we just have to take our time uh, but got up and basically as soon as we get up to the top we are in about 30 feet of visibility just <laughs> yeah we're fog and just crap yeah we're yeah. inside the clouds so it felt great getting up there and knowing we could get into a decent spot, but we actually wanted to, there we want to hunt about another 2k away. Um, and more bushwhacking. Yeah. Some pretty good drops and yeah. climbs that we would have to like done. You'd, and you'd lose a bunch of elevation and then have to gain it back. And yeah, I think I was looking at it and there was like two big, two big, uh, you would have to lose about you know 200 meters then another 200 meters then go down another 200 meters then up another 200 meters to get and it was like you know pretty good distance away so we're like well hopefully this will just clear and we can see over there glasses from here yeah exactly i mean we only we're planning on leaving early the next morning so we're like well we can you know sit it out here we can try and make it over there but yeah. Yeah. We didn't really know what to expect. We had this idea where we wanted to hunt, but at the same time, we weren't going to pass up a good looking area in between. So once we got there and we really had no visibility, 
kind of made the decision to just make camp and there was a couple open slopes uh close by that at least we could throw the, the binoculars on if uh i actually of course forgot my binoculars you one didn't take binoculars yeah oh they're at the truck you know one of those quick every throw things together for one day right you think you're oh it's only one day i do like seven eight days so yeah, so I'm running my spotter at like 300 <laughs> yards. But anyway, oh, I'm leaving in half an hour. Quick, let me pack. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we actually got really lucky. Uh, the that night still stayed really cloudy, but we got a little bit of view of some stuff close by that looked good. wasn't where we wanted to be, but it looked good. And then we woke up in the morning, and uh, Taylor actually from I was sleeping in a little bit, and he said uh, it actually looks like perfect so we get out and yeah if we can see the slope we really want to hunt uh it's still a little bit clouded in the morning it's but it's clear skies so we're able to look in basically any direction we want and uh start picking up some deer once we can get on that that far slope we want to hunt um so you saw deer though yeah i think all we were probably close to 20 yeah at least 15 and we were still fighting the clouds like they definitely wanted to pull through this little saddle there was a one of those one of those dips that Taylor's talking about that if we wanted to get over there, one of those dips, uh, the clouds just were really funneling through there. So we'd get probably about five to ten minutes. We get or or like a, a small patch or most of the area, and then it'd be clouds. So we're kind of fighting these clouds. And uh, Taylor picked up a doe kind of in between us and that slope, yeah, uh, pretty quick. And then really just through the f- like barely could see them through the fog or through the clouds uh picked up a group of five deer they look like to me that they i'm still kind of convinced they were probably bucks but we were pretty far distance away and yeah really want them to be bucks exactly and then they disappear (laughs) um and then we taylor picked up some more deer and uh yeah it was good it was promising um we only could see like a little basically a small part of that mountain too yeah for what we could see and how long we were there for and the the conditions we had i was super super promise it was super promising to see what we saw and it's motivation to get back up there um it's i get i don't know if we mentioned it. it's worth mentioning that you guys are bow hunting up here we are yeah we're going for the bow opener it's uh Gives us a kind of a weak head start on most places in yep. the in the area, and I think I really like the idea. First of all, I think the bow hunt is just I didn't get to do it last year. Yeah, um, I had a blast doing it last year. So did you? I think. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's friggin' hot. Oh, it's a different. It's freezer pays a penalty. Freezer pays a penalty. That's yeah. why I like Taylor deserved a hell of a lot more bear meat than what I just gave him. <laughs> but like my freeze is hurting, and he'd have to go like. We've eaten most of it, so yeah. he got, he got no. what he got. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think you guys were talking about before I was tuned out and doing something on here, um, like before we pressed record, but you were comparing this bow hunt to the bow hunt we did last year. Was there comparisons or is it, do you think it's going to be easier or harder than... The problem we had last year was that we'd see deer, but they were 800 yards away. And by the time we covered, they were 800 yards line of sight, but they were what? Mm-hmm. Kilometer and a bit yeah. to actually hike over there. Problem with last year too is they're like, they're only, there's such a good area for them to just hang out down low that was so thickly wooded that they'd come up for like first light and last light. That was it, yeah. And by the time you get over there, it's either dark. They've moved. Or they're they're moved or gone down again. So, I mean, it like, 
That's a tough... That one good opportunity you got, though, they were better than that patch of trees. They were there for the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you could definitely could get it on a... It's, it's just a lot harder yeah. in that spot. I feel like there's such a... They got such a good spot there. I feel like they're... Yeah, so that, yeah, the they've deer got, have a good spot. The, yeah. the deer have such yeah. good Sorry. country that's yeah. out of view from where we're glassing, and it would be... I mean, you'd be going back to still hunting to get yeah, through there. You wouldn't, it's it wouldn't not, be spot and stalk archery hunting. No. So they sort of up and do a bit of a loop and then they're gone again. Yeah. But what do you reckon, Devin? You think this spot's going to be different? You think it's uh, it's a different kind I'm, of alpine? It's I'm totally different. I'm hopeful it's different, but it's going to be just so situation dependent. Like it, I hope it's not, but it may be one of those hunts that we're up there and, and, between the two of us we only get one good chance like yeah. like last year or yeah. mm-hmm. or it, it can be that typical like spot and stock hunt that you do see on the meat eater shows that everyone likes where you watch them bed and then you go in after they're bedded and you know where they are and you yeah. make an approach i have only ever seen that once in bc and it was on a rifle hunt and we got into the deer and it was like worked perfect other than that and, and being able to watch those deer last year, I have not seen a buck bed in the same bed two days in a row. No, never. Or even twice in the same week. And they don't they don't bed out in the open from... I mean, obviously they do, but just from personal experience, that like idea of, okay, we're going to spot these deer in the morning, find where they bed, make a stock with the bow. Um, I really hope that's the case. And... Uh, I really hope that we get into a good spot and are able to get into a good spot where we're close enough that we can watch them and then make that move. I think that was, is a big advantage of where we were last year is I know it was a little, it was quite the trek to get to those deer, but we were still in a pretty good uh, proximity to oh, them. Yeah, we were, you we could, you had like a, a, like a good route to get over there. I mean, yeah. like we were running yeah, basically we're over there. there. Yeah. yeah. You could yeah. get there within that, within the, the hour you could get to those deer uh, where me and Taylor were able to get to the other day, just based off weather, we kind of, I think we made definitely the right call and just kind of hunkered down the one night. Uh, but where we were, those deer, you're going to be almost in the next day before you got to those deer. From where you were glassing. Yeah. That, oh. Not yeah. not necessarily that far, but as far as like, they're going to be in their next bed by the time we got over there. So there's some spots where we're looking at, I think we're going to have a really good opportunity. We got a really good glassing area that's, uh, about cuts the distance in half from where we were so we can see that whole and even more of what we saw yeah. and then from there we're hoping hoping we can kind of spike camp or get a little bit closer just to make those stocks more yeah uh, I'd, I'd, so for that hill what i've there's a spot that i want to go to and the hill is kind of a concave shape yeah. so you can be on the hill and exactly. you can be looking across the hill yeah and of course you'll be missing dips and stuff yeah. but this spot that i'm looking at going hopefully this year but we're at the nice thing about that is that you can see it and then you can get there within short two for time. sure so is yours the same as that where you can glass it from the side if that makes sense yeah i and i it, it's just going to be one of those things where once we're up there we'll find out uh i think that we both have kind of there there is a the upper ridge it does kind of hook around a little yeah. bit so we're hoping where we are we'll be on a knob where it's just like it'll drop off there's no like cutting through it'll be like a drop down the valley and then up to the face we want to hunt. But yeah. if we head around kind of this rim, it'll be a, a little bit of a drop and back up. Hopefully we can head around this rim and still get a big enough chunk of the, it's a, 
it's a lot of really nice so country. So you're hoping area. to be on this. You're hoping to be above them. Be above yeah, you're hoping to yeah. be on. Yeah. You're, supposed to, you're hoping to hunt the same slopes yeah, glass in front. I think. Exactly. I think because it is such a big area that, um, and it is like sort of bowl shaped. Yeah. I yeah. think we can almost be like what you're saying is like glassing across the bowl. Yeah, and hopefully or like, down or a little part bit. of it. Yeah. And then like either run the ridge or side hill. For sure. Run on the other side of the ridge if you can. I yeah. think we and we'll yeah. probably even be it seems like it's gonna lend itself very well to to getting cover. There's tons of little ridges and valleys oh, and yeah. there's it's clumps of trees very and... spread out timber, but a lot of timber patches where we're gonna be in a pretty good spot yeah. um, to to make moves pretty quick. Now it's just a weird like I tried to pay attention to like just noting those clouds ripping through that that area from far away what the wind's like i don't know maybe it's a weird spot that the wind's just like always bad from that side yeah. i don't know i'm i'm kind of telling myself i'm going to be pretty comfortable with if from our original glassing spot we're going to have this huge open face and i'm pretty positive we're going to see deer all over it i'm pretty confident <laughs> that like I'm, I'm i'm going to justify being it breaking up and like kind of not giving up on but if there's deer in a section of that mountain and and we have a good vantage point i'm okay with kind of focusing yeah. on oh, maybe hunting, sure. hunting a portion break, of it if we break that slope up into a quarter section it's probably the size of the area you guys were bow hunting last year so oh, if yeah. we have a good little vantage point that we can peek over and just like okay we know there's bucks here i'm okay with just like it's always going to be in the back of your head. There's something bigger over there, but we have to be able to just be like, okay, let's make as many stocks as we can in here. And then who knows? Maybe we will push further if something happens. We got yeah. enough time. But yeah, how long is it going for? What's this? You going? You going to be in that opening day? Like you're hiking in on the thirty first, thirtieth? Uh, well, I think the plan is to park there the thirty first. Yeah, and then hike in the first. What do you look like? So you're driving there Monday after work, basically. Yes, that the yes. Yeah. Okay. And then hiking in. Uh, yeah. So Tuesday we'll morning. we'll kind of we'll kind of eat a day of of hunting, but I feel a lot better doing that uh, with the bow season and this area. I'm not I'm not yeah. really concerned if like someone beating us in there. If someone else is up there, first of all, good there's more than enough area to hunt, and second of all, like good for them. Honestly, yeah. if there was another group of three people, the five of us could probably hunt together and have mm -hmm. a better chance of shooting a deer with a bow. Than just me and Taylor being there, so um, I think you'd be hard pressed to find people hunting that area in like uh, rifle season. Yeah. So no, I'd be I like being a loner when I'm hunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is all mine. And now we're gonna share a tent. You're not gonna be very alone. Come here, Garrett. Yeah, I'm. I'm super excited though. Like it'll be. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a grind getting up there with a little bit heavier of a pack. But I think we got more than enough time. Yeah, going back. Sorry. Um. I think we'll head in on the first, we'll be hiking on the first and the way the long weekend works this year is actually pretty nice for us. We can come back There's all the way. There's a long weekend in there? Yeah, that first, yeah, the you end. guys Monday. miss, well, you guys will have it, sorry. But yeah, most, yeah, we're up there too. For rifle season is, um, rifle season, you would miss the long weekend where here we have an extra yeah. day on the Monday off. So we can come back, I guess, basically a full seven days or maybe if I had to extend it a day or two, I could. But yeah, me too. Nice that's good yeah lots of time man like it goes quick but at the same time seven days of bow hunting like that's a lot of if you if you last the seven days and you can go another couple more and 
I can't Good wait to you, talk to you guys right? afterwards. Like, like, you, like I, 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 I hope, I hope, like I'm, I know you guys are gonna have success, but I hope that you have like a couple of bummed up stalks. <laughs> oh, and we can. There's com- gonna be, I and mean, we can compare, and I can be like, you guys see why I was so friggin' emotional on that hunt, man? It was like it's stalk after stalk after stalk. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bow hunting oh, is last like, year. You're talking last year. Yeah, it's just so like up and down. Ro- yeah, yeah. Like oh, you're thing. so excited. And then you get over there and either they're not there or you blow them out or something. And it's like, you look I'm back to the such hill and there's your an buddy up there going, just waving you off saying, no. Nope. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what? Explain oh, yeah. to me. Somebody explain what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the first stock I went on bow hunting. Like, first of all, like when you spot them, you're like, oh, there they are. I'll just drop down and then get over there. It looks a lot different when oh, you're yeah. like walking over there. I had no landmarks. So I just start charging up there and going through the trees, you know, I pack on boots on and like I get around a tree and I look and then they're all just like looking at me like, you're an idiot. We've heard you for a long time. And then they all just left. We had that, we had that last year, you and me, Devin hunting spring, spring bear and I was hunting with the bow and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to get this thing. And then I, and then Devin's glassing from the hill. And uh, <laughs> and then I saw like this bear at 30 yards and I'm like, whoa, I got to 30 yards before I spooked and I get back. I'm like, man, you see how close I got? He's like, dude, that thing was looking at you from before you even, <laughs> yeah. before you even thought about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That thing that knew was, you were there. <laughs> smelled that was you, a good yeah. one. No, that's, that's, that's funny. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, just good. even to get a couple stocks and uh, man, I, I feel like, you know, that's a success. I mean, it's, uh, for me at least. For sure. That's yeah. kind of like I was saying, I've been on... Uh, mostly bear hunting with the bow. I've gotten into, I think, 60 yards on a bear yeah, with my bow. you had a great bear stalk last um, year. Two years ago. Two years ago now. And, um, oh, only last year. Not this bear season, but last bear season. But, uh, yeah, I'm look. it's just kind of, it's just an, something different. And you get an extra week to hunt it before other people do. So why not take advantage of it? I enjoy shooting my bow. And I got to shoot. I'm going to try and shoot every day until I leave. Nice. I got a bike packing trip the week. Scratch that. The <laughs> week <laughs> the week before we leave hunting, I got a, like a four or five day bike packing trip, which is just great timing. So I'm feeling really crunched for time. But I got the uh, a scissor lift in the backyard right now. We're doing a bunch of work. So I'm just going to jack that thing up into I'm the sky over. and shoot down at the target. Oh, and, that's pretty yeah, sweet. Because well, uh, I feel like... like you know, most of the situations that we'll be in, we'll be shooting yeah. down. It's or like steep. on a steep angle. Yeah, like steep and that's kind of weird yeah. too. You guys should do that. It's actually like a pro move. Yeah, mm-hmm. get on the scissor lift and shoot six that'd arrows. Be sweet. Come down. That's, yeah, that'd be good. It's uh, it's gonna be a, it's very steep country, but I think it's gonna work in our advantage as long as our legs keep moving. Then we should be pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, you know exhausting. I think. Yeah, I admire you guys for going out with the bow. That's something else i still have to do that going to the mountains with a bow well i guess i did once but on a serious trip that wasn't just one night yeah commit a week to it yeah mm-hmm. it's a heck of a move man next year it's a power move you guys are gonna pull it off though so i'm stuck or it's just done well, taylor you've <laughs> got you've got so close so many times like, i know talking about you to that one hunt when you're on your way back that you were talking about two years ago i think yeah so that when, was my yeah, yeah like when the I was first on, bow hunt i went on basically. yeah you had four opportunities i think in yeah. four days or three opportunities of four days and you were said 40 yards at one time and then he heard you and 
Yeah, well, the the last stock I went on, I was it was the opposite of that situation I told you before. Like I was probably like two hundred yards away, and I was like, okay, drop everything. I I was wearing my pants, and underneath them, I would wear long johns that were like they had like they're just soft. More You're not fle- swishing. More fleecy or soft. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you got pants off, shoes off, shoes off, just in socks. Yeah. Drop the pack. Um, Ultra stealth, yeah, possibly too stealth, right? And then, like, it took me an hour and a half to get to where I thought this buck was, and then just going across a little stream, I just made a like the water just like plunk, <laughs> and then this buck like just gets up. It was like a small, you know, like two point. But he just like gets up and he's probably like 20 yards away and he just bolted so fast. Oh, he didn't even stare at you for didn't a second. Even, he just got up and then was gone. I was like, oh my. Like, And I just sat down. And I was like, I kind of wanted to cry. I was yeah, like, that's last I talked day, to you right day. after you came out of the mountains. I think you just left when I had talked to you. I need. I was calling everyone I knew. I was like, I hadn't yeah. talked to anyone in five days. So I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I need... I went like to get gas on the way out, and I was like to the gas station, like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" Like, just trying to get some like <laughs> human contact. <laughs> Anyone want a hug? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bad that time. was like a good learning. Totally. Learning uh, trip for sure. Yeah. Just like you got, you got to like, got to be way more slow than you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just can't rush it. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting to blow a few for sure. It'll be uh, interesting too. So- what are you wearing on your feet? Socks. I think you, I think in this area you could get away with just like you, mm-hmm. I don't even think you need a second pair. SOS, dude. No, there's Shoes no off you're going, situation. You're going socks, Tyler? Oh yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. no. That's what I mean. Like, but you don't need like a stocking sock. You don't need like oh, a second yeah, yeah. sock. Oh yeah. Or, it's not like a boot or anything. No, we're not in cactus country. No. We're in like pretty, pretty lush, lush alpine. It's yeah. green. Uh, I think you'd be okay and just like peel the boots off. Yeah, and um, which that—that's my plan at least. Hopefully, I always have a second pair of socks that's like a dry pair. So if I really was soft, uh, but I just I'll walk around my house with bare feet, like Remy says, and get my feet tough, toughened up. And I was gonna do that and good to go. (laughs) I um I found last year my socks weren't getting dirty, but they were just getting wet. Right. Yeah. And if you're doing an early morning stalk and you're in the shade and the the dog's still dewy, remember we had soaking wet socks? Oh yeah. And your toes get cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Listen to poor me. Because it gets cold at night, though. Like, it'll get, I, yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll be hot, I think, during the days, but no matter what, that time of year is going to get yeah. cold at night. So, yeah. Uh, wet socks isn't fun. Who knows? Maybe I'll barefoot it. I'd be surprised if that's the case, but I don't primal. Think barefoot it. That's pretty yeah. wild. I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see kind of just how the body does on, uh, on this. I know. So, me and Taylor are planning on bringing the camera and that adds a bit. Definitely a lot of photos, but I think we're going to try and film it. So I think mm-hmm. obviously the best case on a lot of these would be to, I think some of these stocks, we may end up being both heading in, whether who shooter. Oh. Well, I hope so like, I hope with the 70 to 200, we kind of, could kind of just like, you know, it would be, I was kind of thinking about this, that a person could sort of get the overall shot from a yes. little bit farther away. Yes. And then as the person is stalking and just like, even if we were using our phone, yeah, just to get like some to have it sideways, sure. you know, like a couple like we could mix that in. Yeah. I mean, it's not like 
We're Nick Thielman over yeah, here. You guys, for, so you guys are going to like, yeah, this is going to be wicked. You guys are going to full self-document each other's hunts. Yeah, hopefully. That's so I haven't used... I haven't that's really, the idea. Who knows if we yeah. actually <laughs> I stick to that. <laughs> very bare bones. I'm, I really want to get a lot of photos. Um, I think yeah. like in my head, I've always like say we say same idea, whether we're kind of that overall shot or uh, even a little bit tighter. We're planning on renting a little bit bigger of a focal length uh, zoom lens just so we get yeah. a little bit more to play with. But that like in on the stock, if you, the epic like shot everybody wants of like animal and hunter and same shot, that's kind of just like if I could get one of those in my lifetime, I'd yeah. be happy. That'd be yeah. wicked. That'd be so, sweet. and I've always just thought of like this, the photo thing and like the, or like the celebration, say you send an arrow and the guy's like yeah. something like that would be just the, the ultimate outcome for me. And that and could I'd, be from far away then. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, you'd be surprised how close you got to get, but if you're within a hundred yards versus if you stopped at a hundred and, uh, and the guy with the bow moved in further, yeah. um, I think you'd be able to get some unreal, unreal stuff. The, yeah. uh, yeah. So it's, I've played around with photos. Uh, I recently got this camera and Taylor's been using his camera for a while, but I think just to save weight, we're going to just bring the one up. Nice. And so Taylor's going to have a little bit of a learning curve because he's played around with the, the camera before and, um, but once again, so until your it's, your Sony yeah, camera. until yeah, it's right. in your hands, you're playing around. I'm still learning it. And I took I a couple it. photos and I was like, man, this thing is like more robust than my camera. Yeah. So <laughs> but it's then, just different too, right? Exactly. So, and then the, the video is going to be just a different yeah. learning curve. So we're not going to have any uh, super fancy uh, Nick cinematic, stuff, but man, I just wicked. absolutely love um, the having the content after to go and rewatch it. Every time Nick comes like, this guy's got to finish the sheep. I got to get on him because mm. this sheep oh. deer film, man, I am just so antsy to watch that thing. Just What's that guy doing? I, mean, I it's could been like, like a year. Obviously he wants to, obviously there's like an audience for that. But if, if he, if I could just have that, no one else would ever see it. I'd just be just as Happy. stoked up on it. Yeah. Cause I just absolutely <laughs> love going back and looking at you photos. You don't need the music. You don't need the whatever. You just want to see the footage. It all right. adds to yeah. it. But, yeah. just, but for now, I'm oh, saying. Oh man, it just yeah. brings you back. Like I absolutely love just being able to like kind of capture, like how he captures it and you get to rewatch it and just like relive the experience. I'm just, um, I love when those little tidbits come out and it's like yeah. one of us saying something stupid yeah. the other guy. It's like, oh, I remember that. We yeah. Yeah. pissed ourselves yeah. laughing. Right. Yeah. I just we're, hope we're we... under five, we're on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people love that one. <laughs> I just hope we can even do that a little bit. And that's kind of the plan yeah. for me. And... I mean, just like, yeah, just pick it up. You know, yeah. ask someone, like ask one of us some questions. And yeah. I've learned like, a little bit from Nick. Yeah, uh, do the tripod you know. job. Throw it on a tripod. Because I've seen a couple of those videos where two guys are hunting and yeah, it's a lot of film each other but then they'll do like oh a, yeah yeah they'll do it, that's a good a idea yeah sit down next yep. and yeah, have a sure. little yeah we can i think just we like got them. a great setup um like it like i i run that uh peak designs clip and yeah. and taylor runs the peak design clip for his yeah. camera so we both have those already on our backpacks or we can move them to whatever and then uh they're both arca swiss the the peak designs arca swiss plate and then mm -hmm. both our tripods are arca swiss so both of our tripods, we'll be able to yeah, throw the camera on. Yeah, yeah. We got weird. a phone scope yeah. for the um, spotting scopes. Yeah. We got I got a phone scope for my 10 by 42s, which takes like, if we could get into 300 yards, the 10 by 42s with the phone scope can take like really oh, good video. Tight, yeah. Nice. And um, 
I feel we, we got options but it'll be a learning curve man like it's just gonna be a the big challenge is to actually take the camera out i've had it before where i take a camera for three days and i come back i'm like oh that's yeah. where the big design five pictures yeah it's one of us of the ground like. one is of me walking to my spotting scope and one is of the mountain that i was spotting yeah. and then nothing for the next three <laughs> yeah. days I, have you guys thought about the I'm just throwing it out. There's no idea, but I'm using the same clip, but I'm using it on my bino harness. I see that. I can see it and right you know, here. Just, as soon as you bring it up, I'm like, oh, I should ask you guys about that. Because yeah. I just think I'm always wearing my binos. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of what I said that we could move the clips. Like, yeah. If it ended up being on something. I mean, like kind of going with what Garrett says, with having two of us there, I, I know when we first show up, we'll probably be all over the camera. Then when we're like defeated and just like completely, unmo not unmotivated, but just like, crying ourselves a river and feeling bad for ourselves after first few failed stocks maybe yeah. we'll be a little less motivated to bring the camera but at least it's like the best time to get but it's, yeah it's good there's two yeah. of you because if yeah. you're down Devin, taylor's going to be like yeah. i know i need to catch well, it. well ideally he yeah. films it or whatever yeah. right and i think yeah. um i find with when i'm by myself what am i going to take for it's hard to like set up the camera i, I set up a camera a lot and of walk past the camera no like that's gear not cool. shots or landscaping yeah and like and that's why yeah, at least having like a subject. Exactly. Yeah, you can have one guy ahead or behind or whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or if one guy's on a stock and the other guy's videoing too, now that guy is videoing and yeah. watching. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not hunting per se. So you guys are going to give up the spotter hunter relationship? I was just going to say that where like, and it's just. I mean, I guess it's situational. It's hunting, right? Yeah. You never know. I think maybe. The goal I'm, is to kill. Yeah. A buck. Yeah. That's so I mean, if, if that means that we can't film that, I'm okay with yep, that for sure. And then like getting some content before and after, or like just after. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I'm. I wouldn't want to not kill something because. Yeah, that's the we're trying to, not, to get to not let the the camera get in the way of the exactly. Experience. Yeah. yeah. We don't have a dead now. There'll be one of us on a bow and one of us on and at a time like we're not gonna like i don't know maybe there'll be four deer bedded but i'm sure one only one of us will go in yeah. so but we don't have a dedicated camera only guy there so uh i think whatever whatever's gonna give us the best chance if there's deer bedded in a spot and someone thinks that someone hit staying back on the hillside and kind of maybe walking someone in is more beneficial then that's what we're gonna do how, um how are you guys splitting the stocks your turn his turn i was gonna turn, ask turn. you guys that i was just planning on doing all of them and taylor was gonna bring the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're gonna ask me and Garrett, yeah, we yeah how are you guys uh, we like, got it we split species so chris is the goat boss if he sees a goat and he doesn't want to shoot it, then he says, Gary, you shoot it. And I'm like, the, that's going to happen. Boss. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm putting down my foot. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, I'm more, I'm more mean if we're in range or close for that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm for up the, the goat. He's up for deer. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pretty up in the, like, I say that to we're be gonna honest. One buck and I'm yeah. Gonna oh yeah, like that. Western. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. to be <laughs> yeah. honest, I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, I'll be sneaking in because I got to shoot at three fifty, and all of a sudden, boom! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, whoa, six, my hat fell. Yeah, hit. like I think I hey, can. Hey, Garrett, duck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can yeah. shoot farther than me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My no, just going into this one, like I think main goal for me is just for us to get a deer down so yeah. maybe i think i think we see that first one 
we rock it off and then we just like go back yeah. and forth or something exactly. like that. First you one know? first one is the dead one. You gotta you gotta have that mentality because you gotta put all your marbles into yeah, that. Yeah, you're thing. right, Gary. Like full yeah. socks off pants yeah. off if you like oh, if yeah. wearing two no, layers of pants it's not like you're going in there like oh, i'm just I'll gonna not yeah, yeah i'll get, get the, the next, next one, one. Yeah. yeah obviously they, every they stock get, like counts they also get kind of tuned in i feel like oh yeah. yeah you spook one once you're they're all a little bit on jitters for sure yeah for at least you know and as far as that space yeah. yeah when you're in when you're in hunting little smaller especially like we saw that last year and you're hunting a smaller little confined area you see those same deer every day and it's they they definitely start acting a little different when they yeah. know you're there. I feel like it's kind of like fishing. First cast is your best cast, right? Because you're going to a virgin piece of river that hasn't been touched in whatever that day. Yeah. Or same thing with the stock. First stock is your best chance. Yeah. You know, barring you know, okay, let's go to the next base for sure. Right. Yeah. I like what you said there about like it, like yeah, you got to go into it like balls to walls. Right. Yeah, that, and that's really cool. Yeah. That, that reminds me of you when we were bear hunting mm. Taylor yeah. and I was telling you, I was nervous about shooting that bear and you're like, man, you just got to, Oh yeah. You got to like approach this with full steam, full gusto. Yeah. You're like, Oh, it's just, just like bears always get me nervous. I'm like, you just, just can't think about that. Yeah. You just have to like focus on. And I wished that bear dead. That's right. And it, it, became, it died it, it real quick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I like that. That's how, yeah, that's that's how I'm going to the season with. Good. yeah goal one for me is just like i said like either of us get a deer down like get one deer down that's the goal and then once that happens then maybe we'll start looking for a second one but trophy on, honestly first Antler yeah honey. no honestly dude, first, me. first week of uh first <laughs> week of the season and a bow hunt and just knowing that there's like like I said, I'm completely okay with either of us being successful. That just oh, be yeah. just as it's just going to be like it, right? a you know successful. Tr- I mean, yeah. yeah is it is it an any buck or is it a full point? Any know? buck, any buck. Yeah. yeah. When you generally, if you're hunting, All bow uh, is BC. Except right. uh, there's sure. the regions that open September first yeah. for rifle. It doesn't matter if it's bow or rifle. Oh, it's, okay. it's a four right, right, right. But this is archery yeah. yes. only. And um, have you put any? limiting factors on it like do you want a not me buck of a certain age you want to not me a with the bow and like where we're going like i'm if any it's got trophy. any if any it's got buck bone trophy. showing yeah like i'm stalking it yeah that's yeah. my thought i don't know but you, what are you at so yeah you- i mean i'm uh i'm not gonna be extremely picky it'll all i was just i think i'm gonna feel it out once i'm there i think i have kind of an idea of when you see it you're either excited gonna be, or you're if not. i'm excited or i'm not yeah. now i get excited about any any deer with yeah. antlers or any deer in, in yeah. general but yeah. um there may be a chance where it, especially too if if i know taylor's he said it before when we talked uh while we were up there he's just like kind of anything the more stocks the better let's put some meat in the freezer and let's do it so if there's maybe something that I'm like, ah, oh, first day and it's like a, and it's just not quite doing it, then Taylor, go ahead sort of thing. But you guys I'm not going to be what too big. You're in? You got to look at, yeah, you got to think about the regulations now where you're only allowed That's so a, many, yeah, so yeah, many you, deer you a year. Right? And, no, uh, yeah, you have to make decisions based off that. So yeah. We'll yeah. I mean, it's, that. yeah, early in the season and. So, that's right. Yeah, you, you might be burning yeah. a mule deer tag. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I just picked up my tags today. You did three mule deer tags and a goat tag, please, nice. man. 
<laughs> nice. I love that. And I love it when everyone's confidence. Yeah. Three mule deer tags, please. What about a white tail? Who is tag? this guy? I didn't worry about that yet. Okay. No, I'm killing three mule deer. No room for white tail anymore. Right. And we do just. <laughs> I know. I. I'm pretty sure you guys touched on it the last one, but it is for sure. Yeah. Um, you can kill three. You yeah. can cut three mule deer tags, guaranteed. Right. I was 99.9% sure, but I just don't want to like on a public thing here. And then for some reason, somehow it changed. Or they say you said that, but. Uh, yeah, in region two, if you hunt blacktails in region two, you can kill two and then uh, one mule deer through the rest of the oh, region. Oh, Sorry, oh, region oh. one is clumped in there with, with yeah, so region Yeah, so you can kill two. one mule deer in regions three through eight. Yeah. Or nine if you're including the yeah. secret region nine. Yeah. And then so it gets just, people, yeah. it'll get you it'll definitely, um, we are with the bow, but it gets you thinking a little bit about your bag limb and stuff. So yeah, we'll see. And just getting two mule deer down. The down mountain. the mountain yeah that'd be a whole <laughs> but we would yeah, figure it out so, we yeah, would this, figure it out this sounds like a, a mountain where it's x amount of hours up and it's almost the same amount of hours down. i've not been up i've not because <laughs> it's done deep. a hike like this where coming down is any quicker ever i find i'm more careful coming down mm. because of how steep it is on these sort of mountains mm-hmm. did you guys find that uh it took me 12 on the sheep hunt up and it took me about six on the way out so yeah that but that one's deep you've got you know, a horse no, trail same at the spot that i um i'm going hunting later this year that i went to last year uh swordbuck mountain uh that one Sword there buck mountain. Yeah, i like that <laughs> oh, that is good yeah. that's the buck that's mountain. in region nine, that's right? the buck album after yeah, yeah. region nine Sword so that but that mountain it's five hours up and it's four and a half hours down like not very much different no hardly any uh, different yeah. because the whole way down you're you're easing the next foot down yes. you know it's you're not you're not, not to going like down a trip yeah it's just the only reason it's a little bit quicker is because you don't stop for as many breaks exactly. i guess yeah, but even I, then you still i will be going down and i will stop and be like i need water i yeah. need food i need a break yeah. and i'll sit down for 10 minutes because the whole time you're basically doing a reverse climb in the sense yeah. of you're not just cruising down a trail that's not very steep you're like easing yourself yeah. down every step and hopefully you're heavier but uh yeah we shaved probably about a half hour i think on the way down something like that but yeah, it's so about the on the way thing. up i'm uh, you're tired and then on the way down you just hurt like there's just oh, pain yeah. your feet yeah. are slipping your knees are hurting it's um, my knees like going down especially I'm exactly the same, dude. steep i i would much rather be burning the quads up yeah. Then like I would rather go knee up and come achy down. Yeah. hurt going down. You don't get injuries going up. You just get tired. You get tired and you're like, this is like gassing me. But going down, it's like I'm yeah. Gonna, if, well, I'm gonna pre-tape because I know we've got a pretty arduous climb ahead of us. So I'm pre-taping the knees. Oh, the knees. The, yeah, the physio showed me a couple of good tricks to. You're nice. getting old, man. When you're thirty. For now? down or for yeah. up? A whole thing before I even before I even leave. I'm. Oh. I'm gonna shave off some hair on the front of my knees. And I'm gonna wanna. I'll charge a physio rates four hundred an hour to show wow. you the tape job. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Show, I don't want to be dealing with um pulling tape off hair, so I'm gonna shave a bit of. Are you gonna? You're not. Le- you're gonna like take them off at some point and retape. Are you bringing tape with you? I'm gonna bring a couple of spare pieces, and, but I'm hoping it stays on. Mm. I bought the good stuff. Yeah. What kind of tape? I don't know. Luco tape. They call it. Luco yeah, tape. No, no, they call it kinesio tape. tape. It's uh, rock. Oh, the rock tape. Yeah. Rock tape. Are they? They're like strips, right? This they, stuff's on a roll. Oh, you can, you can okay. pe- they when they have it at the offices, they generally peel it off the roll and cut it a strip, like you're thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they uh, kinesis tape or something like that. But the- you like stretch it. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. a stretch. So yeah. she told me like apply, apply 
forty percent of stretch here and sixty yeah. percent around the knee. And you like, yeah, I've, of, I've done that on my knees too. You like rub it in and then you stretch it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then yeah. It's the yeah. sort of tape that when it starts to peel off, you don't take it off. You let it completely fall off on its own because the corner might peel up, but the rest of it's like mm-hmm. if you rip it off, you'll peel skin off, sort of tape. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. should be pretty good. So I'm playing. I'm playing on pre-taping, man. Yeah, that's a good idea. Screw nice. it. It's not gonna affect me. Yeah. Garrett still thinks I'm cool. Yeah. All right. right. I hope so. <laughs> we'll see you after this week, I, I guess, eh? Yeah. If, if you can keep up. I'm Ooh. not going to keep up. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. I've, I've sort of passed, because we were doing the Abbey Grind like, pretty consistently there. Yeah. And, I, and this is why I'm taping. I was doing it a little bit too much, mm. and then got the little, you know, just that little sharp pain you get coming down. Yeah. And I spoke to my physio, and I was just like, Chris, you're an idiot. Why can you not do anything in moderation? Just back it off. So moderation I- is for cowards, though. That's what I told her. That's exactly what I told her. I said, I'm not going to quit. I'm here to help myself. Yeah. So now I've started putting a lot of energy into shooting before work. Yeah. I saw, I've seen some uh, content. You guys have got to come out. I'm having a blast. Yeah. You guys are shooting bow. You guys stay focused on bow. Yeah. But um, once you guys are past that and you're ready to shoot some rifle deer. Right. We're going to shoot. For sure. Yeah. I'm into that. I've been wanting too bad, but like I just been running out of time, so the bow is going to be focus number one. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. What do you? What do you? What are you going into this hunt as like your effective range? Um. We'll see. Once again, I've said this about twenty five times. Situation dependent. Um, I'll practice my bow probably out to eighty yards. I can shoot about that in the backyard. That means that I will definitely not be shooting anywhere close to that. I think that 40, everyone's got, kind of with bow hunting, I find that typical like 40 yard range is what most people talk about. Um, out to about 50, I'd say I'm very confident, yeah. uh, especially what? if I keep shooting for the next two weeks. Now, if that's 50 so yards. So good situation, you would shoot up to 50. Yeah. So, but if that's 50 yards on a super steep incline, that means I'm really shooting like 70 or 80. Based so off the won't. angle, con- if my range runner says 50 yards, 45 yards, and it's a, 45 degree incline then that's like a 60 70 yard shot so in that situation i'm probably not going to let it happen uh if it's unfortunately maybe a follow-up shot or missed on the second uh, missed yeah, on the first that's, one that's how I do it at 45 yeah. or 50 uh i would feel very confident in taking that second shot mm-hmm. and honestly anything inside 40 i i I really wanted to switch uh, my site housing from a single pin to a three pin just to give myself a little bit more leeway before making adjustments. But I've been practicing a lot on my single pin and yardages and kind of shooting off of... Because if I set that that slider at 35 yards and then that deer comes into 25, you're you don't have, have much adjust. time. So I've been really, you're like gap shooting. I've been really yeah. practicing on the gap shooting and nice. and uh, just to get a look, even if it's a five yard difference, that once you get out past like 30 yards, it's a lot more difficult to do that. But anything inside 30, if I always had my 20 yard pin set, if I just I walk around with it on 20, anything inside 30 yards, I, I can hit that. Yeah. Hit if that. you're not familiar with bow sights, gap shooting is estimating between pins yeah. for your range. Yeah. So yeah. if Devin's got a single pin, he knows it's at 20. Now he's aiming a little bit higher for 30. Okay. And the, mm-hmm. the bows shoot so fast now, or at least I, I bought an, it's my bow is I think three or four years old, which sounds crazy to say it, but uh, even then it's, it's a pretty fast shooting bow where at difference between 10 to 30 yards is uh, 
Not much. It's enough to miss a shot as long as, but if you, it's very predictable. So mm -hmm. you can, you can get very accurate um, without ever moving that pin. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be a huge advantage if I can do that successfully. Just ideally I'm in that 30 yard range. So if I don't even have to take the five, it's, it's not a huge thing, but that two to two to five seconds to switch my slider and then pull up on it is a, probably a yeah. difference maker yeah. right and it's just more movement it's more stuff going on so so it sounds like you're about 40 40 for your comfy range and then if you need a follow-up shot and it's already got a hole yeah. in it, you, you're good to go at the 80 maybe yeah and and i think there's something to be said about trust your rangefinder and what it says but at the same time there's certain situations that that 50 45 50 yards seems you're really confident about it versus a 30 yard shot that you just you for some reason you don't feel confident about it i'd rather take the 50 yard shot when i i'm feeling like rock steady and good mm -hmm. versus the 30 yard shot when i'm questioning myself it kind of goes back to like when i was playing sports it's like your mental state is probably way more important than any of your technical stuff so if i feel like dialed in and that deer's at 45 yards and it's a nice clean shot and it doesn't know i'm there at sand broadside i'd rather have that than a 25 yard shot with it stepping forward through a little bit of brush and me trying right. to thread the needle yeah. where I'm kind of questioning. I, yeah. I, it's yeah. yeah. You about the same Taylor? Yeah. I, I, like I'm, you know, I'm comfortable out to shoot, you know, like I, I could shoot 60, 70 yards, but I don't think I would, I don't want to shoot an animal that far, you know, like uh, thing, it, it'd so, be, yeah. 40 would be like my super yeah. comfortable shot. Mm -hmm. um, 50 I could do as well. I mean, if if it was like, I can't get any closer, this buck's at 50. Yeah. And, you know. I'll, it's not some yeah. crazy angle. Over That's there. right. Yeah. yeah. Then they're like, you know, it's all, you got, you got to make a call. And like, if you're comfortable or not, I mean, it might be that, you know, you can't get any closer. The buck's in a bad spot. You wait it out and it might not happen. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good point too, just as far as, um, can you get closer? Right. If I'm at 50 yards and I, I can, I have an opportunity to get closer. I'm going to try. That's kind of, um, and I, I'm going to, I'm going in goal is to kill that deer, but at the same time, I'm not going to be scared of, if I have an opportunity to get closer, I'm not going to be scared to like mess it up and take that extra 10 yard shot. Cause I'm worried about, you're if more I, interested in killing a deer than yeah than wounding a deer and doing something exactly. stupid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's 100%. good point. Mm -hmm. Learning experience, like it's the more stocks we go on, and I think that we're both me and Taylor are both kind of in this mind frame where like the more we can go on, the better. The more we'll learn, and uh, it's that one of those things that I think you only really get from experience is just figuring out that totally how close can I get, and until you blow a stock then you knew that you could get closer. If you never blow in stocks, then you probably um, not pushing it to that limit. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm stoked for you. Yeah. Talking about it is getting me fired up. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me want to pick I'm up just, my bow. And well, are you talking about, you know, at yeah. 40 and a buck starting broadside? I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude. You guys, you guys are going to be carrying your inreaches on you? We'll be, yeah, no, uh, we'll message you Yeah, we got to we gotta stay in touch. I'm September 3rd will be oh, yeah. talking photos. into just <laughs> yeah stalk the button box yeah we're gonna have uh yeah. we'll send you 35 photos of us 
looking through binoculars and having coffees on the top of the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> could end up being one of those too. It could. Know, but I mean, who knows? But I mean, that's, I think you that's get so we're we were spotty we definitely could yeah. touch base so yeah. where we are with no chance we have not a chance we're on the no? Moon, dude. <laughs> no. yeah. are you sure in the middle we will have no cell service for the last long part of driving let's put it that way yeah nice yeah it's a long joint your guys' hunt sounds dude, like it's gonna be fun an adventure oh yeah i'm kind of i've been thinking about this since you and i recorded that podcast garrett you're in there for three days hiking three days I was one day hiking in, one day, two days hunting, and then one day hiking out. Okay, four days, and you had three bear encounters. Bear Not, sightings. Yeah, yeah. One bear encounter. Yes, yes, sorry. I'm thinking, what's going to happen when we're in there for nine days? Like, I know. How many bears are we going to see? Hopefully, but weren't you seeing the bears down low? Like, not where your hunting goes. So, first, the first time we saw bears was in the first base we went to. We saw just two black bears kind of like ripping through the creek and then they ripped back it seemed like they were playing or chasing each other oh yeah so and then we saw didn't even get a close look at him just definitely black bears though and then the next basin we saw the grizzly and cubs way below us Mm -hmm. and then later on we saw another grizzly and cub or cubs close by oh so they were like but we on the way in and on the way out you got to walk up the creek right right that's where you're probably gonna yeah and then the the one time we saw them we came up the basin we came up the basin stalked the goat shot the goat cleaned the goat looked down and the bear was way up the basin from tree line right Right. so the bear had come along he would have we realistically probably would have been able to see at least an hour before that it had been there feeding for a while while we were cleaning the goat and doing whatever so and he was far away he wasn't close but what are you thinking um it's a lot of bears it's a lot of bears. I'm cool with it. Like, I'm fine yeah. with it. I just, I don't yeah. know. The, the creek portion, the creek travel does have me worried. You guys, yeah. like, oh, yeah. You guys know they're not like hiking in creeks. I think it's, yeah. I think it's silly. <laughs> like, I'd rather do anything than hiking in a creek. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. trail but goes. But you, yeah, there's a trail. I'm not going right to push back the when there's a trail right there. Like, right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Food for thought. I'm just aware of it. I'm not like right. freaking out about going there with bears. But I'm aware that there is bears there. Right. Be in the back of your mind. I'm probably going to be a little smarter than I have been in the past with food. The thing is, where we camp, there's going to be no trees. So that's Yeah, no, I don't care about a bear getting my food as long as it's not in my tent with me. Right. Which normally I wouldn't care about that. Which is kind of so stupid. It'll probably be a pretty good thing, though. Just I know personally I haven't had a ton of experience with uh, grizzly encounters. It'll be, I think, good... If you can see him from a distance, I think that'd be probably pretty good for you. Because I know you haven't really run into him much. So no. just like the just starting to become, you don't ever have to be not conscious of them, but just starting to become aware and yeah, more it's like, comfortable. Yeah, it's like the buck, buck fever. Oh, you see yeah. the first doe when you get all jittery, you know? Like yeah. I know just growing up and living in BC, I am pretty comfortable around black bears. Yeah. Now, Grizz, unfortunately, like, not unfortunately, but they're literally everywhere now. Like I'm, where me and Taylor are going, there's yeah, a decent chance that yeah. wolf run into Grizz up there, and we're. I'm not going now. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> it's, but it's just like I haven't had those experiences, and the more that I have, like you talk to guys that live up north, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I just 
uh, just be good, comfortable with your rifle, and they don't want to harm. They don't want to be any harm, and we don't have a rifle. They bluff charge, blah blah blah, like this and that, and they're just talking about like it's no big deal. When we were going on that first goat hunt, like we're seriously thinking like, hey, what are we yeah, gonna do? Gonna we're thick timber, right? Well, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it, you definitely get more comfortable. Oh, I'm, exactly. I'm, it's gonna be yeah. good. It's gonna be fine. I'm just like very aware of it, and I'm wondering what kind of and how many encounters even yeah. if that's just a side in we're gonna have every day I, that's yeah. a i'm thinking a every big day. goal of mine is to see grizzlies yeah. not I'm, close but to see some oh for sure i want to watch them yeah. i want to like take some photos of them um they're, i still want to watch cool them drag when i was down a hill no <laughs> or like you gotta remember like taylor and i shared a camp with a guy <laughs> who got pulled out of his out of out from under his top by a black bear but he didn't know once he screamed the bear was gone well, they were screaming for long enough. I can still hear that. I scream. can still hear it. You imagine, like, you know, your buddy, like, grown man, scream. And, like, it was... Night. It wasn't like... It wasn't like, ah! And it ran away. He no, was like... It was blood curd. Like, yeah, like somebody kicking and screaming. and screaming. Well, he was in a bivy sack, a bivy right? Sack. So that's like a coffin. Yeah. It's like burrito, a breed, yeah. That's enough reason just to never use one of those things. Fully zipped in, like <laughs> head covered I, up I and everything, and he was under a tarp. And I'm not sure how the how it happened, but he went up. By the time I got out of my tent, by the time Taylor showed up, that dude was his up to his hips were out from underneath the tarp, like he'd been dragged five feet. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, he was on like you're, he was on Tyvek, right? It's slippery, so like the bear was just like, <laughs> "What is this?" grabbed him and then as soon as like yeah, he, oh, he was just kick, curious well you, <laughs> it was your fault you had that you were covered in blood yeah, it was my and fault. it had a buck right above you yeah you were under the buck i thought <laughs> oh was i you were oh, under the buck perfect was it i think it was you taylor when i went hunting with you last year you were a lot more oh we got to put our gear in the trees yada yada I'm like, dude, I have always just put my food in my tent. And I never I've, worry dude, about I'm, it. And then I, I like, went hunting later that year. I'm like, ah, stupid Taylor. When, Fine, what, I'll hang my food. <laughs> oh, was that the goat hunt? Yeah, the goat hunt. Well, dude, that, that place is known for just yeah. I know, And I, I don't disagree with you, but that's what I mean about later on that year when I was hunting the other mountain where I'd seen bears before. And I'm kind of like, yeah. ah, but I, I know I should, you know, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent of hanging know. food. I mean, I just don't know what's it like if I, I don't know. I'm sure I my fart smells like food. If I'm comfortable, I will just go with it. Like if I'm comfortable. It's, it's totally situational. Like, you mm, know, if it's, yeah. we I didn't hang sl- our food when yeah. we we're out scouting, but at the same, if we're like, I don't know if we're camped somewhere for like extended period of time. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a good idea to just hang it in a tree. Yeah. I agree with and you. I, 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 do, I agree with you. I don't disagree yeah. with you. You've it's just, just got to see someone get pulled out of a tent once yeah. or twice. And you'd be like, you know what? It's something so easy for me to become uh, kind of lazy with. And like, even if you do hang it, it's like, oh, I'll hang it to 30 yards over here. And it's yeah. like, I can grab it with my hand. And like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's one of those things you should. I did a nice I should just. There, though. Nice. It's like throw the rope up, tie yeah. it on an angle to a different chair. Like, yeah. man, this, this yeah, is like, great. It's more so that if, for me anyway, it's more so if the bear wants the food, it can have the food. And I won't have any food. But if but the bear wants thing, the food and I'm with the food, he might have some of me too. So yeah, just, what, what's the bear going to associate more Because I don't have food. Well, then in that case, <laughs> yeah. we should hang out food separately. So if your food's gone, we Find can, some I, can, food. I can ration with you. That'd be yeah. better. I I like fishing when I'm hungry. Nice. Uh, better be good at hunting too. <laughs> hunting when you you don't get something down, yeah. you have to go home. There you go. Yeah. So I don't want any of your food. 
junky food. Oh, my homemade stuff. No, you guys just, you, I just you do- bring up like a under a pound of food a day and then starve yourself and cry cry yourself to sleep because you're malnourished yes that was sam last time with me I'm like sam can i trade like, on trade that this for that and on I, that deer hunt you're like saving poundage on food and toilet paper two things that like i'm stocking I, up on no the toilet paper was a mistake i don't know what happened. i Maybe always forget food. toilet paper well, look at me um, what are you guys doing for food i just ordered um i've had these before and i know they're good they're vegan of all things, but that's okay. Oh, okay. Nomads. nomads are great, oh. I ordered a 12-pack of Nomads. They're yeah. out of Burnaby, I think. They are. They local are company. Are they local? They're vegan. Oh. Um, Why are like they Like Garrett vegan, says, just... Uh, matter, I, I think they're just... I look at them as more of like... They're a clean, like, real food option that just unfortunately doesn't have meat in it. It's They're going for the whole, like, healthy yeah. eating, um, real nutrients. Probably, sort of like, easier to... I feel good after them and they have one one I really like one of them this can be a little bland but um good quality food but that Kathmandu curry by Nomad they you have to watch they have a couple different package sizes so the small one which I see more often isn't much food no you got to find the bigger ones like one serving yeah you got to find the the bigger ones that are pushing that 700 to a thousand calories yeah the, the 12 pack was Six big, six little. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I'll probably. Well, yeah, local. I'll take company, all the bigs so. and make up oh, the cool. little. Ones I didn't realize that they were local. Yeah. What are you guys doing? What did you did you make your own Taylor or? I um well actually last night I made some venison um chili. Nice. And I'm nice. gonna oh I, I dehydrated it last night, and uh, I'm also gonna do some. I'm gonna try making quinoa and dehydrating it Ooh. and put it like chili quinoa. Oof. So that's Good. for like that'll be like three nights or four nights you guys aren't sharing a tent i hope because no. and the, oh, yeah good. a lot of beans dude <laughs> a lot. and then i ordered um some of those west coast kitchen uh dylan posted it on his instagram oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're from victoria oh cool. and they do freeze-dried i like all maybe i'll have to try those yeah that's great test them i'm gonna test them out like i don't know i might not might be dog shit but we'll yeah see. i'm kind of going same route I'm not I'm not making any dehydrated, but I'm just I'm trying something new for my freeze dried or I think they're freeze dried these ones. The they're peak refuel. Mm. Um yeah. Lauren Truesdale has been I think taking photos or posting a whole bunch of stuff for them for like a year and he says they're great. So Are they Canadian? Uh, I don't think they are, but I order them through a small. Uh, they were actually at the trade so- show straight across to the BHA booth, Brighton Solutions. That's right, yeah. I ordered mm-hmm. from them and uh, got some of these peak refuel ones. They showed up within uh, within the same week. Um, the meals are a little bit more expensive than the regular ones, but they're supposed to be like, once again, like a real mm-hmm. solid yeah. food. Uh, I got a few different flavors, so. Hopefully I enjoy them. We'll just take a shot in the dark. If not, I'll uh, just have to force it down. Yeah. I, won't have I the, mean, I won't have the no luxury. Yeah, I won't have the luxury of Nick uh, tossing out that mesquite chicken on the last, the last one. And I have am with fair. Nick though. Some of those meals, I don't know how they get them across oh. the line. They're absolutely fair. Yeah. yeah. What so. are you doing, Garrett? You doing just Nomad? Uh, Nomad for the meal, the dinners. I've got a couple other ones that I've got as gifts for my birthday. So I got some Alpine Air and maybe oh, a Mountain they're House. Always trouble, those Careful. Ones. So I'm just gonna take them and eat them. 
Yeah. Get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And the the ones that I have had, I had one before. I think I picked out the better one. It was really good. Nice. So we'll see. Hopefully these work out and they're good too. I think all the companies um, have some good ones. Like- yeah. So I, I feel like I've had that. I, some of them are like, oh, this is amazing. Eat the next type and it's, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, and then the rest of it will be, you know, granola bars. I got green belly meals. I'll take some of those. Um, and then, you know, nuts. Where do you find those fruit, green bellies? I've letters. seen them and I've been interested, but I bought a big sample pack two years ago. Oh, okay. I still got quite a few. Nice, and that's so. like you'll use that as a lunch or kind of a snack through the what day because it's a it's a few those? different they're things a, in that bag. They're right? kind of a they're call themselves a meal replacement bar. It's kind of like a glorified granola bar. They got really good texture where there still is moisture in there, and it's not you're not eating some dry you know crunchy fast. thing. Yeah, exactly. And the Huge flavor, amounts of- all of them, I've really liked the flavors on them so they're all they all taste good uh i like it because you open the bag and they're they're meant for as a full meal they've got you know i think eight nine hundred calories so i'll take i'll take it out i'll break break it off eat half of it and then put the rest in or sometimes i'll even just like open it squeeze it out a bit grab a bite put it back and zip it shut and then so those are easy to eat um yeah and then mostly dried food because i'll probably eat my hot meal middle of the day kind of thing you do that huh? Hmm. yeah i don't know i i feel like at night you're always so busy yeah i could get behind that i'm still on the intermittent fasting train yeah so that's hmm. so i could probably um i could probably get behind that i hope nick's doing that too intermittent fasting because that'd be handy because i basically <laughs> that'd be handy because these are our meal times nick <laughs> yeah. eating outside of this yeah. is not for me and he's no, all but, like what about no, second but, breakfast you know no but, <laughs> <laughs> no but chris remember when i we went up with mitch hunting and then you guys wake up and you got to get your coffee and you got to get this yeah. going you know i just roll out of bed and then i'm still doing we coffee go. i'm still doing hunting. coffee oh, okay yeah. so you still you gotta can... cook but that's food your body's digesting that you're breaking your intermittent fasting then not no coffee. black coffee uh-uh Black no. coffee, as black long as coffee. you black coffee. Okay, I wouldn't know. But uh, you're, you're saying um, a lot of big words. We got doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a coffee drinker, so yeah. I I like doing that stuff. If I, I I rarely eat breakfast if I start getting hungry, but I can just like set up on the glassing spot, and then if we're sitting down, okay, I'll make the coffee. I'll do this. Yeah. I'll do that. But I'm still working on Chris for this. But basically, what I've done the last time I was there and. Is I wake up, I pack everything up, put it in my bag, and then I start glassing. Right. Ideally, before it's light. So, unless you're you tanned. know you're staying there. Yeah, then you see something, you're just like, okay, here we go. Oh, right. You this know, is you the don't, Because you don't, you might have a six-hour stock or whatever, then yeah. you can just pack up. Say that sheep hunt I went on, I never slept, except, actually, yeah. that's not true. The last two nights I did, mm-hmm. because I knew where the sheep were, but all the other eight days it, every day was so you know, how so when you when you killed the sheep what sort of hunt what sort of game plan were you rocking it's still, <laughs> still no i just this no, is no. i know i know that's how you hunt the you tent like doing was that, in right? my bag you like doing that um the tent was in my i'm bag. like not opposed to moving every day if the hunt calls for it it will it will it will you, you can't predetermine that i know because what happens if like i know but now what happens if i go and kill the goat then i have to hike all the way back and set my tent up in the exact same spot. And now you're packed so 150. Because now I've because now I've got to because now I've got to do a stalk with 50 pound on my back. You know what I mean? But I'm I'll do it. Don't get me wrong. If the hunt calls for it, I, I would. But the thing is, is <laughs> say we're on the the glassing now. Because I first... think I can get I can get a long way and back from my tent in a day. Mm-hmm. And if I had to like. 
Like I'm looking at Google Earth. I haven't been there. You you are the expert in the area. I don't know. I might be talking out of turn here, but I feel like I could get around a lot of that and back again. Okay. I guess my theory, especially last time, this time I've been there and it's a big basin. So, you know, assumably there's going to be animals in there still because there was a lot in there last time. And you got a huge spot to glass. So I'm thinking the first night will be there. Second night, we're going to still be there. But I'm last time I went there, I'm like, I get there, I pound the glass in the morning, and then I'm like, next basin. You know, I, I glass that, that, that That's going to work good for goats, but I think if you're planning on taking a deer, just looking at that basin, those deer might not show for two days. The deer will be close to the creek. Yeah, but they might not, like, is just my experience with deer. You'll yeah. see a deer, you won't see him again for three days. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you will. I don't know. I, I'm not like saying yeah. I won't move. I'm saying I'll no, move. I, and I think it will be the first days, but if we do go into the next basin, which is another trek, then yeah, I don't, we'll see. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not married to the idea that we have to, whatever. We don't have to do that, but I just, I like doing that, especially when I'm exploring new areas, which yeah. it gives you the ability to, you see something, you chase it, doesn't work out. You're like, okay, let's go to the next. Especially basin. if our exit route is always going to remain the same. Yeah. Because then I'd be happy to leave a tent there and take the tarp. And if we've got to spend two days under a tarp. So we just take, so we talked about this too. We just take our sleeping bag. We're going to do this in our, the next podcast, actually. Yeah. You and I are going to get together and do another full break. Then we don't have to get balls to walls on it now. Okay. Awesome. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. That's the nice thing about hunting with uh, different people is you can just, everyone does it a little bit different. And yeah. there's no right way or wrong way. Yeah. So it's like, and two, like I find, uh, I know when I'm hunting with other people, I'm like, if someone else really, really want to do something else, I'd be completely okay if we want to split up for a little bit. And yeah. then like, as long, especially if we have communication, like in reaches are so sweet where you can yeah. stay in mm-hmm. touch with people. Mm-hmm. If someone was like, man, I can't sit here. There's no deer here. Let's go to the next one. And I would be like, we've only been here for the one night. It's really hard for, I, I don't even know if I'm patient enough. I really like, like to just fully commit to and really like cover an area. So Which if we had to split for up deer, but yeah. for goats, if you don't see them, they're not there. No, I agree with the goats. But I'm yeah. thinking about your deer hunt. Like, yeah, mm. yeah. no. And I, I totally, yeah. so I'm that will be there at least two nights. Yeah. But I'm just thinking when we did that hunt with Mitch, we went to the one spot, set our base camp. We traveled, we looked into a different base and then we had to go back in the dark to our tents and the next day we had to wake up an hour and a half early because we had to have so my theory there is that one was a pain in the butt yeah so i was like if we had taken our tents which was how i usually hunt i just take my tent with me and also because i'm solo so solo say i break my toe like whatever something happens break my leg i can just pitch my tent crawl in um stay warm whatever and i always take my sleeping bag with me so it's like so so do i so i'm always like i don't leave camp not prepared. I'm. I've always have a sleeping bag and some rain gear or something else in the in the yeah. bag. But then there we could have pitched the tent fifty yards away from a glassing knob, yeah. slept in another hour and a half. And that's and- my that's my cup of tea. And I think that's kind of what we alluded to with the bow hunt is like if I can get that tent. Yeah, oh yeah, get in a good to spot to that glassing spot, and that glassing spot's close to the deer. Then I'm comfortable of like. This is our base camp. Like we're going to hang out here until something pushes or changes us to go somewhere yeah. else. But that's just how I've done it. Right. And that's the way I've only really yeah. done it. And that's, and it's, by the sounds of it, you've done this kind of like pack up thing from when you started doing it on your own. So that's like how you do it. Right. So, yeah. 
And I and that's why when I was with Chris and Mitch, I was totally cool with that. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. This is good. It would have made sense on that hunt. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Hey, I'm all for it if the hunt if if it goes that way. Man, I, I'm so. I'm pumped, really man. really itching to go to that next basin. Oh, there's a basin that you're. Uh, his yeah, his, John, his upper <laughs> lip his upper lip quivered <laughs> as he was saying secretly that. like, oh, maybe there won't be anything there this time, so we can go to the next basin. I mean, bigger and better animals there. I'll be the first one over there. Don't you worry, I'll be there. Yeah, I I love exploring. I realize that about myself i just love exploring places i like hunting way more than exploring uh oh don't get me wrong i love finding animals more than exploring but i love like i like i love going to new places and checking out new things and discovering things like oh wow there's probably nobody comes here and hunts and wow look at all these animals which is basically what happened this hunt we're going on nobody would think to go there or pretty much nobody Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's somebody at people... some point went because there was a trail, but yeah, so somebody at some point's been there, but hopefully they're not there anymore. Yeah, yeah. probably horses. Handful, handful of people have hunted that area. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a guide that pops into stuff like that, right? Like an outfitter or something. Yeah, but that's not think, many people, the sh- right? The, sheer like... the logistics of the whole thing would just be um, enough to. Yeah, so you guys like got to take a boat, right? Yeah, it's a boat deal. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's yeah, just man. another level to your game. Yeah. What's the... I don't know if anyone's ever seen Garrett's boat. It's what, 12 feet, 14 feet? Yeah. It's just like this beat up little skiff, man. It's pretty, uh, it's going to be wild. It's wood. got a good motor though. Especially if we can right. load it down. I saw you ripping on the on the river there. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this thing is going to do fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you took it last time and it was good yeah. to go, right? So. Yeah, no, the, it's got a good, I bought the boat many years ago and then I bought a new motor uh, three, four years ago. Oh yeah. Nice. So, yeah. There's a lot of directions you can go in BC, so I don't feel like this narrows it down too much. What would what 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 sort of travel time are you looking at from like to like boat to like your hike? Oh, including the boat uh, trip? Yeah, I'm thinking eight hours oh, or okay. less. Not including the boat trip. No, not counting the boat. So we park in the boat and then hiking time. You're talking? No, just yeah, drop. We're like, probably, we're probably to get like to a... start hiking. Oh. So probably. from leaving my house to being at the glassing knob where we we're going to pitch a tents. No, just to, to before you start hiking, like just tr- from ve- leave, in from... vehicle travel. Oh, okay. Vehicle travel, uh, eight to 10 hours. Okay. Honestly, so it's a pretty I, good chunk. Last time we had to make a big detour. So it's, yeah. but somewhere in between there. Mm, what was so. blocked last? Not just kidding. <laughs> 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 That's good. Hey, did you guys, I don't know if you guys mean staying up with it, but, um, so last time is more than ten hours, but this time it'll be right. less. Let's put it the, that way. The grizzly bear hunt ban is starting to get some pushback from really. First oh, Nations I saw that. North. I saw that. Yeah, you yeah. see that? No, I haven't really read a bunch into it, but I know there's like some bans are up there saying that the ban was a bad the the, the ban on grizzly bear hunting was a bad move. Well, of course it is. Nice. Yeah. I know, everybody They're knows probably it is. like. Well, the amount of bears there are now, I mean, they're probably like noticeably. There there was a caveat in the rule that natives or they could hunt them on their lands. I know there are. I don't really know him, but I know there's um, First Nations Aboriginal. You can still hunt them on like certain lands. I opened that hunt up. I'm the first in line. Is that right? I'm doing it. It's good where, to for see, grizzlies? though. 100%. Oh, we got to go where we're going goat hunting for grizzlies, for sure. 
If they let, if they open that up, yeah. I'll be the first guy in line. It's good to see that there is a pushback on it from another avenue other than just directly hunters. Because yeah. it's uh, no matter how much fact or science or, or um, info you have on it, I think you can still come across as a kind of the stereotype trophy hunter label it's like all oh, we we want it to yeah. be legal because we want to hunt it yeah and not unfortunately because you got a better for the yeah time. so it's nice to see uh another kind of um group pushing and and reasoning of why it it yeah. should be there and mm-hmm. uh another hopefully point of view. just gain a little bit more traction it's just you it's just one more step in the right direction hopefully it uh keeps moving that way but I hope it comes That's back. a whole podcast on it. It will. Own. It'll just, it's a matter of time. It has to. Yeah. All right. Well, we might show down there because we've covered everything I wanted to cover on you, Taylor. We covered your hunt. And, cool, man. Um, I was going to ask you some fitness stuff, but I think we've alluded to it now that you are a mountain crushing machine. <laughs> and we don't need to go into No, it. we don't need to go into that. Yeah. All right. You guys ain't got any thoughts to close her out? I'm just stoked for this yeah. season. It's going to be. Too. It's funny how much, like, you get so excited about it and you can't wait. And then all of a sudden you get the like, man, it's coming up quick and you get nervous like because it. you're worried that you haven't done enough. And then at the same time, once you're there, you're just, yeah, it's back to, I'm, yeah. I'm in that now. zone I'm where nervous. I'm like, I better get my shit together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like other years I've done a lot more. I've done a good amount of fitness and shooting and stuff. I feel like other years I've done a lot more trips in mm. the summer. Mm. So this year I've, we did that bear trip which wasn't that much hiking yeah together i haven't done any scouting i've done a couple like small hikes with the kids and stuff yeah. mm-hmm. the family but i haven't done any you know four or five hour hiking trips like you guys did on the scouting right where you guys are climbing a mountain yeah i'm so, hoping that carries me pretty well my body's been been hurting pretty good the last few weeks so trip. i got a little bit of stuff going yeah. on and uh at the end of the day you just got to get up to the top yeah just be tough yeah be tough <laughs> just be like taylor <laughs> yeah. yeah oh cheers guys appreciate it oh hang on one more yeah, yeah look out for the instagram post on how you can get free swag and leave me a review on apple itunes on nice. any podcast platform and i'll send you a deck i go to yeah. the post office once a week and the next time you hear from me or taylor we'll uh talk about all the deer we we passed on yeah the... you guys are going to come on post hunt yeah we should do this again yeah. and then talk about all Both hunts. Yeah. next week Next week, Garrett and I and Nick are doing the just pre-trip. Our, our pre-trip. Yeah. And I'm going to double up next week and get one in the bank while we're gone so that our dedicated listeners that aren't lucky enough to be away hunting still get the content. You got to be awesome. pumping them out. Pump them out. Yeah. This is a lot of hard work to on a podcast. 100%. Really, I know I'm asking for reviews, so I'm like fishing for compliments, but I, I didn't say you had to write anything nice about me, but people are actually writing like really nice stuff. Hmm. That's really cool. That's surprising. Yeah, no. They don't know me. They're just hearing me <laughs> yeah. and they're hearing this. Must be all your great guests. Yeah. Yeah, it's the great guests. That's uh yeah, they're always coming on the guests. Are you just making a bunch of YouTube accounts and like or yeah. podcast accounts and then writing in I wrote yeah. a review, I was just like, Oh yeah, that you know, episode eleven. Did you? No, not episode eleven, whatever it was. Did you I write that review? No, I did write a review, but not not I gave you a deck of your sort. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. All right guys, yeah. good night. Thanks Thank for you. having me on. Cheers.